Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Paul Nichols, the investor coach, pulling back the curtain on the financial services industry and exposing the truth about money. I hope this finds you well. It's been a little while since I've been on here. We have a new schedule within the Financial Abundance team and office that will be uh, rotating our blog post moving forward or our podcast. Uh, we're going to start uh, are attempting to do three podcasts uh, per month, alternating between three different uh, advisors and investor coaches here in the office. I would be included in that rotation. Uh, and then we want to uh, make sure that we get a blog out. So we're working hard to make sure that all of our content is consistent. Um, and the reason that we're motivated and fired up to get more content created, although we have a plethora, and that would be an understatement of content on our website, is because we've really got our website all cleaned up. And uh, every piece of content that we've ever created that's not outdated um, or time has made it uh, inapplicable or non-applicable, we have on our website now. So we're all excited about creating more content. Let me get right into today's intent, which is to give you a market update. The last market update we had given you was toward the end of February. I'm going to get into the market update real specifically, hardcore. I'm going to give you a contrast between February, March, and now April. This market update is as of April 18th, 2017, business close. I'm going to give you a little flair and a feel for what the market's done the last few months, and then uh, just close off a little bit today as to why it's so important to understand the market update, but more importantly, to understand why uh, it's important to be in all the different areas of the market. And I think the the tale that we've had of late really does speak volumes to that. And uh, let me express that this way. Market update. Let's look at February real quick. We had, in the U.S., we had uh, large companies up about 5.5%, small uh, companies up about 4 small value uh, and large value, respectively, up 2 3 So we had 2 3 4 5% in February. Well, along comes the end of March, and we saw the market really performing well uh, toward the end of 2016. In fact, in 2017, uh, it's interesting, uh, already we're seeing uh, pretty nice growth uh, up until we've had a hiccup the last couple weeks. So as of March 31st, now let's move past February and look at the U.S., it climbed very well. In fact, the first quarter um, U.S. large carried the way. The S&P 500, U.S. large companies, predominantly, you know, your large mega companies you're familiar with here in the U.S., at 6% for the quarter. That's pretty exciting. Uh, now, what's interesting uh, is how international is doing. And it's an interesting uh, tale here because international has not performed that well the last few years, especially emerging markets. But when we look at uh, the Morgan Stanley Capital International, Europe, Australia, the Far East, that would encompass, you know, that part of the world, predominantly large companies, up 7.4% for the year. That's awesome. I mean, most people would be happy with that for the year total. We're talking the first quarter. We go into uh, the emerging markets, which would be the same area of the world, uh, that would be Europe, Australia, the Far East. Uh, but we get into the emerging markets, they're smaller uh, countries, countries that uh, are not developed countries, but emerging markets. They would not be those large ones, but uh, other types of countries. And it's up 11.5%. Now, here's what's interesting. The overperformance by international equities as compared to domestic equities 
really showed a contrast of what we've seen the last few years. You know, leading up to 2012, the five-year period ending, I'm sorry, not 2012, leading up to 2017, the five-year period ending 2016 saw the S&P gain 98%, almost 100%, ladies and gentlemen, in five years. Well, the Europe, Australia, and the Far East, that's the would be the opposite of that, umbrella suntan lotion, we'll talk about that in a moment, we saw 40%, respectable over five years, but it's not 100%. So naturally, this is what we've got to constantly watch out for as investor coaches, because many investors will start to fall into the trap that this was a new norm and that they should put all their money in U.S. And we, we started to see that with non-prudent investment, uh, investment managers, which is the bulk of active management. Uh, and the only thing that is normal about this is that diversification works uh, because now we've seen a shift predominantly more to international. So just now we're starting to see money managers chase international companies rather than being in them all along. And let me speak on a personal level to that. For the last three years, we have been rebalancing into emerging markets. Uh, When I say rebalancing, that's been the lower area of the market. So we've had to take what gains we have gotten through the years and take some of those and buy up more shares of emerging markets so that our weighting was proper for each portfolio. Remember, if you have a $10 share and you have 10 shares and the share value goes down to $9, you still have 10 shares, okay? But while it's down at nine, if you bought a share because it's technically on sale, market always hits new highs, it always has, then what you can do is get another share at a deal. Now you have 11 shares. Now it's still at $9, but a rising tide raises all ships. So uh, last year, it was very, very difficult for us to rebalance uh, into emerging markets because it was down after, into the third year now, but double digits, almost 20% in some areas. But that discipline and the academic truths of prudent investing, which is not a mystery in any way, shape, or form, it's scientifically and empirically proven that a market return is all one can expect to get. Well, in order to get a market return, you need to be diversified. Uh, and I think the last... Uh, a few months speak volumes to that, and the fact that we had a five-year run strong in the U.S., and now it's it's heading in internationally speaks to why you want to own umbrellas and why you want to own suntan lotion. And and this really is segue to a mo- for a moment toward my close, and I'll come back. Chasing performance through buying and selling is a risky game. Historically speaking, it will only reduce your return because, see, if you're going to chase the market and believe that it, that returns come from managers and not from the market, then you've got to realize if you're going to chase the market rather than get a market return, you have to beat the market by the amount of money it costs you to chase it through the different transactions. Now, you might say, I'm not buying and selling anything. No, but the manager of the fund that represents some of your investments, your 401ks, your IRAs, uh, makes changes every day, chasing market news and the social, political, economic climate. Let me not segue too far into that. I'm getting into coaching mode. Let's go back to our market update and look at April now. So we talked a little bit about uh, the markets going up in February. It's it's really doing well. The end of March, the last two weeks, 
ay, 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 as uh, Ricky Ricardo would say, Lucy, you have got some explaining to do because the market is dropping the last couple of weeks. We've gotten punched a little bit. Um, you know, we don't believe the social, political, economic climate has any bearing on long-term investing, but it certainly does create hiccups, uh, reactions. And I think what we're seeing the last two weeks, this is Paul's opinion, let me qualify that, are reactions to the fact that the health care plan didn't get done as uh, smoothly or expeditiously as was planned. In fact, it didn't get done at all, uh, which is just a whole other conversation. And now we're heading into the potential uh, tax uh, changes and or uh, different tax laws, tax reform, if you will. Uh, and uh, there's been some rocky roads in that so far. So, you know, these money managers react because they are deluded to think that their their I- intellect is really what uh, creates market returns rather than understanding that the market uh, is going to create returns because entrepreneurs uh, will continue to innovate and create new, create new products and and people will use those products. In fact, on a side note, uh, no, let me not. February, March, here we are, April. April 18th, 2017. S&P 500, 4.6% as of yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. So we're up this year 46 but we've dropped about a point and a half in the last couple weeks in U.S. large. Russell 1000 value, which measures large company, value companies, not growth, but large value companies, uh, 21 uh, about 2.17%. Uh, it's dropped about a point uh, in the last couple weeks. And this is, uh, this is what happens. The market goes up, it goes down. It's like uh, walking up a flight of stairs while you're playing with the yo-yo. The key is that you rebalance on these vacillations or these movements, and you end up with more shares. Uh, Russell 2000, this measures small companies, U.S., very small companies, not large but small, and it's barely almost a percent... Uh, where it was, uh, geez, it was a couple percent uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, and the Russell 2000 value, this would be small value companies. It's down about 2%. It was slightly down a couple weeks ago. So in the U.S., uh, S&P is still winning, but we're seeing a little, a little bit of a, uh, a ripple or a speed bump, if you will, based on uh, some social, political, economic perceptions among money managers. Let's go to you international now off the U.S., uh, if we look at February, we saw consistently uh, internationally was heading in the right direction across the board, uh, uh, 5%, 10% emerging markets as of February. We head into March. This is amazing. We head into March, uh, March 31st, and we saw tremendous, really great growth. I mean, 6 7% respectively, uh, domestic Developed, I'm sorry, developed international and emerging uh, 11 to 15 percent respectively. Um, now we're heading into April 18th, and as of currently, we're still at 6 percent plus in all the areas with the exception of uh, uh, the Morgan Stanley Europe Australia value. That would be large uh, value companies. They're about four and a quarter. But emerging markets is the one that's still up. So it has continued to uh, to gain ground and climb. So what we're seeing is there's no question we're seeing respectable growth in the first quarter in the U.S., although it's having a little bit of bubbles with the fiscal policy changes that are uh, all over the news. Internationally smoking, absolutely smoking. Um, and uh, when we look at fixed, well, fixed has been about where it's been for several years, you know, since 07. It's starting to come back a little bit, but uh, 
the fixed arena, bonds and so on and so forth, have been lackluster, as many of you know, when you try to look at CD rates or savings rates or money market rates. So overall, what are we seeing, ladies and gentlemen? We're seeing a positive market going into 2017. We had a very nice market uh, closeout in 2016. Uh, that was about 5% to 13% net of fees, respectively, in conservative, uh, moderate, balanced uh long-term growth and aggressive portfolios. So I'm excited about where we are so far. Uh, it was exciting to see some nice growth in 2016 after seeing a little negative in 2015, a flat year in 2014, and a very good year in 2013. So to close it off, let me just mention why we really do these market updates, ladies and gentlemen. Here at Financial Abundance, we believe in an academic approach to investing. We believe that returns come from the market and not from managers, uh, and that one can position themselves uh, through the empirical research, the empirical ground, and that is the, the proven theoretical financial research in the last 50 years. There's no question empirically uh, what, it, what works. It's taught in every major university, and it can be applied. Uh, and let me just sum it up with a couple little nuggets, and we'll tie it off today. There's only three rules to investing. Own equities, diversify, and rebalance. Owning equities is great, but what we see is a lot of redundancy with most people. In an attempt to diversify, they end up with a lot of redundant things. And then number three, rebalancing is rarely done. So if you're not sure about investing, you're learning about investing, there are three simple rules. Own equities, stocks, diversify, umbrella, suntan lotion, and rebalance. Not on emotion, but rebalance on hardcore triggers that are predetermined. And then understand that the only return that is there is a market return. And there are potential areas where one can get a higher risk premium, a higher return for certain risk. Uh, but we're not going to get in that today. We just wanted to do a brief market update. And I think 13, 14 minutes is uh, brief enough. I don't want to get any more long-winded than we are. If you'd like to learn more about an academic approach to investing, all you got to do is reach out through uh, email at faicoach.com. You can get our contact information there. You can call us directly Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. I'm not sure who's on the schedule. I think it might be Deb Seward next week, and she'll be coming to you uh, with the podcast, and then Ashton Immel. Uh, after that. So we got a nice mixture. Uh, we've got me, uh, uh, more of an entrepreneurial uh, mindset toward investing. We have Deb, uh, many decades of experience in the investing arena uh, in all kinds of situations. And then we have um, Ashton, who's very sharp, uh, done extremely well in the, in the industry several years, uh, and has really uh, done extremely well in helping millennials, as well as many other folks, understanding an academic approach to investing and realize that education leads leads to clarity, and clarity leads to confidence, and only with confidence can you have peace of mind. If you would like to have peace of mind about investing, give us a call. It takes some work on your part. If you're willing to do some homework and get coached up, we believe we can help you. If you'd like to learn more, give us a call. With that being said, this is Paul Nichols, the Investor Coach. Hope this finds you well. Hope you have a super day. We'll look forward to talking to you down the road.